1: 18 plus,
0: and welcome in everybody to another edition of the Future Blue Podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Vaughn Lozon and joining me today, as always, my co-host here, uh, Mason Brew, recruiting writer John Simmons. John, we've got quite a bit to talk about, so uh, we'll uh, hop into it after a uh, little introduction here. But uh, you know, it, it's it's sunny over here. I think the the winter weather think we're finally past all this. How you doing over there in uh, beautiful New York City?
2: Uh, same. It's nice and warm, 50s, maybe even touching sixty. So, yeah, I'm glad that uh, I think the final, the winter weather's finally gone after a couple of March storms.
0: Yeah, <laughs> spring is finally here. We're full swing into March Madness. We're full swing into the rest of the spring sports with uh, Michigan Hockey Getting to, uh, the NCAA tournament, winning the, uh, Big Ten tournament, uh, championship. And, uh, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. And, uh, the, the nice weather being around, that's, uh, always, always good to see with the sun shining. But, uh, we are going to, uh, talk about another, uh, revolution here that goes on, uh, during the spring season. That's a lot of visits. We've got a lot of visitors. Uh, Coming in this weekend, a lot of high-end talent on the defensive side of the ball. But first, we are going to actually go back to this past weekend where the Wolverines, again, were hosting a ton of uh, high-end talent in the 24 class, the 25 class. But the one commitment from this past weekend actually came from a prospect in the 2023 class. Yeah, we're going all the way back. To the previous cycle, and we are talking about 2023 four-star defensive back Brandon Hillman. He committed to Michigan on Sunday afternoon during his official visit. And uh, if you recall reading maizeandbrew.com last week, you would have saw the story that uh, that we had up on uh, a Brandon Hillman, a former Notre Dame signee. He uh, was granted a release from his national letter of intent. And then just one week later, officially visits Michigan and announces his commitment on Twitter. Uh, Since he reopened his recruitment and was granted that release from Notre Dame, he also had other offers from Ohio State, USC, LSU, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, a few others in there as well. Uh, He is six foot one, 191 pounds. He's ranked 214th overall on the composite. Uh, the number nine athlete in the class and the number five player from the state of Virginia. He hails from Portsmouth, Virginia. So uh, in 24 sevens personal rankings, he's even higher ranked number 130th overall on their ranking. So John, I mean, this one developed rather quickly, reopened his recruitment, uh, got the Michigan offer literally the next day Planned his official visit, and it sounded like he had other visits lined up as well. It sounded like it was going to be a Michigan-Ohio state battle, but Jay Harbaugh and uh, the Wolverines were able to convince him to just lock it in, uh, commit, and then he ended up signing his letter of intent uh, that same day uh, for the University of Michigan. So um, just a really big pickup, very late into uh, the process here and one that, uh, you probably wouldn't have anticipated, uh, happening so quickly. So just take me through your thoughts, John, on, uh, how fast this developed and, uh, Hillman as a prospect and, and how they were able to, uh, uh get this done uh, rather quickly here.
2: Yeah, it was nice to see Michigan finally get, uh, be able to take advantage of one of these situations. Um, you know, usually that they, they're the ones that, um, end up being hurt because a player leaves or can't get into school and something happens um, and then they lose out on a top guy but this time they're able to steal a very talented prospect from one of their rivals so that's always great and um, you're right it happened very quickly Um, I think it's a really strong sign like I think it's a really good sign that he did have an official visit planned to Ohio State Um, it sounds like he never solidified the actual date Um, originally he was planning to do it on the Sunday, um, just going straight from Michigan to Ohio State or the next weekend. But um, Jay Harwell didn't let him leave campus without um, signing that uh, NLI. So I think that's a really good uh, push by the staff there to lock him up. Um, and, you know, he's going to be a, a really good safety prospect, which is something that the 23 class needed. Um, they didn't have any, like, pure safeties that they took um just a lot of you know secondary type players like DeWan waller or someone like that that could eventually you know slot into that spot but it's nice to have someone that'll be there from day one in the position room um and you know he'll be getting on campus in june and doing all that summer workouts and stuff so uh i think it's a great uh late addition uh and a good surprise to kind of nudge up uh michigan's 23 class a little higher
0: yeah, you hit on a few points that I was going to talk about. Really good points there. Uh First of all, about the uh, defensive backfield in this 23 class. They didn't have a true safety like you mentioned. Jair Hill is a cornerback all the way. Cam Calhoun is a cornerback all the way. You mentioned Dewan Waller. He's a flex guy. He could be a safety, could be a cornerback. You don't really know uh, what he's going to play at the next level. Perhaps Jason Hewlett slides into the safety position I think he's probably more uh, likely going to play linebacker than anything. So it's really good to get him on board, Brandon Hillman, uh, just to have one guaranteed body in the safety room and uh, kind of uh, buys you a little bit of insurance uh, as far as uh, the 24 class as well. You definitely don't have to uh, strike a and take a couple guys at the safety position in the 24 class. If you want to just take one or, you know, I guess you could still take two uh, true safeties in the 24 class, but getting a guy like Hillman to commit uh, really helps you out in that regard, as far as just figuring out the scholarship situation and, and who you're going to take as commitments uh, in the uh, following classes here. So yeah, really a highly regarded prospect and uh, certainly will be a good addition to Uh, the program this summer when he enrolls. So he is the fifth highest ranked recruit in Michigan's 23 class. He's slotted behind uh, running back Cole Cabana, Jire Hill, who I had just mentioned, uh, and then Carmelo English, the wide receiver, and of course the uh, top ranked prospect in the 23 class for the Wolverines. That's uh, defensive lineman Eno Etta. So yeah, in regards to the uh, class ranking, that actually didn't change. Uh, at all. Uh, it's still a uh, 19th overall for 24s, 24 uh, sevens rankings, uh, 17 on the composite. So not really a whole lot of fluctuation as far as the recruiting rankings goes, but uh, to get a guy of his caliber uh, so late into uh, the game here. And uh, to get him to sign, I think that was uh, a really good on Jay Harbaugh's part, really good on Michigan's part uh, to be able to get a guy that uh, was originally going to go to one of your rivals. And uh, your top uh, competition in this uh, recruitment was another one of your rivals and, and the biggest rival, Ohio State. So really, really good uh, pickup here. Really solid addition overall uh, to the defensive backfield here. I really like this addition. He's a really, really good player. Go watch his film if you haven't. It's uh, pretty good stuff. He plays quarterback and defensive back at his high school. So uh, I- interesting tape, to say the least. But uh, let's move on, uh, John, to the guys who are going to be uh, uh, visiting or have already visited. Because uh, it, it's it's going to be another busy week here in recruiting for Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. And uh, I guess by the time that this uh, podcast comes out, uh, they will have just uh, finished uh, hosting a couple top targets in the 24 and 25 class. So we'll talk about these midweek visitors first, and then we'll move on to the weekend, guys. So um, let's talk about these two in-state players who stopped by uh, on Tuesday. They are 2024 four-star linebacker Jeremiah Beasley and 2025 five-star quarterback, Bryce Underwood. So uh these guys are teammates at Belleville High School. Uh, Beasley is 6'1", 210 pounds, number 250 overall on the composite, a number six player in the state of Michigan, so highly regarded prospect. Uh, he's also seriously considering Michigan State, Penn State, Kentucky, Tennessee, a few others in the mix as well. Uh he had originally had a commitment date of March 15th. Uh clearly has not done that because we're in the March twenties at this point. So he's pushed that back to the month of June. So that is really good news for Michigan. They need to pick up some more steam in this one if they want a shot at landing him. Uh Clink Scale is putting in a ton of work in this recruitment, as is Chris Partridge. Um, and as far as Underwood goes, number one QB in the country in the 25 class number three player overall in the class at 6'2", 200 pounds, certainly one of the few prospects at the top of essentially every school's board in this class, and this is a quick return visit for him as he just visited Michigan a couple weekends ago. So that's really, really positive To see there, he was very open about his first impressions about Kirk Campbell, the new quarterback's coach. Very positive overall uh, messaging between both him and his father uh, regarding Kirk Campbell. So that is really nice to see and to make a return trip so fast, John is a uh, a really really good news here for Michigan. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts on both of these guys uh returning to Michigan so soon cuz Beasley also visited semi recently uh but especially Underwood uh, he and his father, like I said, very transparent with their comments about Kirk Campbell and how they like him, and also very transparent with how they felt about uh, Matt Weiss, the old quarterbacks coach, and how he wasn't much of a recruiter, didn't build a relationship with Underwood. Uh, so to have Kirk Campbell now in uh, Michigan's corner, um, really, really nice to see. And it seems like a, a flame has been lit for the program when it comes to connecting with quarterbacks on the recruiting trail. So want to get your thoughts on all of that. And then with uh, Beasley returning as well, what you think uh, their chances are with him too.
2: Yeah, it's pretty amazing that just this one visit uh, with Underwood meeting Campbell seems to uh, launch Michigan from kind of not really being a factor in his recruitment at all to them being right in the, the thick of it. I'd say, I think getting him back on campus so soon, uh really shows that Underwood is taking the Wolverine seriously right now and probably wants to spend more time with Campbell and get to know him um and is i think a little more excited about Michigan now at this point um so you know it's that's really positive news um cuz Mich- before this transition happened the consensus consensus opinion was just like there's no shot uh Michigan shouldn't really even bother trying at this point um you know LSU we seem to be jumping out ahead. Ohio State, UFC, like these big schools, um, we're all doing a lot better with them. But uh, just overnight, basically, uh, Kirk Campbell has put Michigan in the uh, thick of things here. Um, and you saw, you know, uh, Belleville's head coach taking pictures with Harbaugh at practice and stuff on campus, which was good to see uh, that those uh, uh, relations with the, the high school have finally been repaired. Um, I think getting someone like Beasley and Underwood would uh, really just uh, create a pipeline even um, with that school. And, you know, you see now Chris Partridge has really prioritized uh, Beasley since he's gotten here. And I think getting him in the fold uh, will be great for the linebacker room and helping uh, Michigan land Underwood in the next class. So I think it's going to be really positive if they can get him in the class. And I think Michigan um, eventually does uh Beasley that is Underwood. I still think is going to be a, a much longer uh recruitment to play out
0: yeah it, it's it's going to take a little bit of work and time for sure with him because that's very much going to be a recruitment that spans from coast to coast whether it's a Pac-12 school or an ACC SEC I think it's gonna he's got options for sure uh Underwood for sure but uh uh, yeah, with uh, with Beasley, I think Michigan's got a shot. The only thing that kind of gives me any sort of reservation is the fact that his brother plays for Michigan State. I think that's kind of lending a helping hand to the Spartans in that recruitment, but pushing everything back to uh, the month of June, it, it sounds like is definitely doing Michigan a solid as well. And yeah, you mentioned the fact that uh, the photo circulating on Twitter of uh, Harbaugh having uh, a a positive interaction. It looked like with uh, the new head coach of Belleville, Dewan Rogers, that was really, really nice to see. And uh, the caption was, uh, it was great talking to coach Harbaugh. This is to the future. Great things are ahead of us. So that's, that's really good to see compared to, uh, uh Belleville's old head coach uh, uh, Crowell it was n- not not all uh, sunshine and rainbows in that one for sure so yeah I-, I think getting both these guys back on campus so soon really positive news especially with Underwood that one has a long way to go but I feel a little bit better uh regarding that one. Uh, moving forward with uh, Kirk Campbell and Jim Harbaugh kind of ramping up the quarterback recruiting and, and especially Campbell, he's been killing it on the recruiting trails so far. Uh, Let's get to a guy, uh, or I guess the rest of the players that we'll talk about here are going to be visiting this weekend. And uh, we're just going to, you know, kind of like how we always do it, John, just go from top ranked guy all the way down. And uh, let's just start with the number 71st overall ranked player in uh, the 2024 class. And that's four-star linebacker, I guess, slash safety, uh, Zaquan Patterson. He's six foot, 185 pounds. He's from Hollywood, Florida, Uh, along with being uh, number 71 overall. He's also the number five ranked linebacker and the number 13th player from the state of Florida. He's being recruited by... A ton of really top tier schools, Georgia, Bama. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Penn State, Tennessee, Texas. You kind of get the picture here. Uh, he's teammates with 2025 four-star cornerback commit Chris Ewald, who's also going to be on campus this weekend. So hopefully he can be a bug in Patterson's ear and get him to uh, strongly consider Michigan more moving forward. I strongly anticipate that happening. He's been a, a a strong advocate for Michigan since he committed to the Wolverines a few months back. So, John, uh, Patterson, he's a, a versatile defensive back, uh, defensive prospect, I guess, who can, who can play defensive back. He can play linebacker, mainly being recruited by Michigan to play at the safety position. He's taken other visits this offseason to Florida State and Miami. He's from the state of Florida. So that kind of, uh, it gives me a little bit of a pause. It seems like he might be. Uh, m- more likely to end up down south. But uh, I-, I think having Ewald on the visit with him uh, is going to give Michigan at least a, a puncher's chance in this one moving forward. Uh, and and hopefully they get him back up on an official visit later this year. I think that's really going to be the key, kind of like what we've been uh, talking about with a lot of these other prospects who have been unofficially visiting uh, this month. Uh, what do you think about uh, this recruitment and uh, uh, Michigan's shot moving forward with him?
2: Yeah, to me as long as uh Michigan has Chris Ewald uh committed in the, in in their class uh Pat, they'll be a factor for Patterson. Um I think if Ewald de- decommits or something I don't think um they'll have as good of a shot. Um I don't think they're, you know, quite a package deal per se, but they do go on their seemingly like all of their visits together. Um they're obviously really close. You know, Ewald was taking those visits to Miami and Florida State with Patterson and he's going to be up here in Michigan so I kind of think that uh, those two are going to end up at the same school so um, if Ewald stays committed and uh, is pushing uh, Michigan the whole time and kind of shuts down his recruitment a little bit more then I would say Michigan is a really good shot but if not then uh, I think that he's going to focus his uh, attention at the the schools down south a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, man. I think it's really going to boil down to how much Ewald is able to convince him that Michigan is the is the spot for him. And I guess the the only bad thing about this is that Ewald is a class after him, so he won't even be on campus with Patterson if he does end up committing to Michigan. It would be a year later, and that's even if he ends up staying true to his verbal commitment. A, a lot can play out. I'm not saying he's going to decommit or anything, but just saying that it, it has happened and would it shock me if that happened? No, it would not. So it, it's not really that uh, – it, it's not like a 24 prospect convincing another 24 prospect uh, at the same school uh, uh, to go to Michigan or or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I, I think we'll get a better sense out of this recruitment after the weekend. And uh, if he ends up taking an official visit later this summer or – you know, however long he extends his recruitment, I think that would be uh the key to staying in it uh long term here. Another big time safety in the twenty-four class that Michigan's gonna have on campus this weekend is uh four-star Jordan Johnson Rubel. He is uh five ten, 180 pounds, number eighty-seven overall on the composite, uh, number seven at the safety position, and uh number fifteen from the state of Florida. He plays at IMG Academy is originally from Texas, so he's also strongly considering uh, University of Texas along with TCU, Ohio State, some others in there as well. Uh, He's taken unofficial visits this spring so far to Texas and TCU, and he has locked in official visits with both of those schools already for uh, the month of June, and the Longhorns recently picked up a crystal ball prediction to land him, so it looks like they've got uh, the lead heading into those summer official visits. So John, uh, for me, for this one, this seems like a major, major long shot, but the Wolverines are going to get a chance at uh, getting one of his three remaining official visits, uh, that have yet to be scheduled. So I guess anything can happen in recruiting. So you may as well swing for the fences with one of the best defensive backs in the country. But uh, as of right now, I'm not feeling very good about this recruitment uh, regarding Michigan's chances. What What do you
2: think? Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Just being a Southern kid at IMG Academy with lots of these other big Southern schools going after him, um, I think the one positive uh, in Michigan's favor here is that pretty soon the Michigan just offered back in January. And basically as soon as they offered, he said at this unofficial visit. So I think he does have some uh, interest and familiarity with the program that would lead him to to do that. So, you know, maybe he uh, gets to Michigan and is that type of kid that is, um, you know, blown away with the the facilities and the reputation of the school and the program and everything. And uh, Michigan may have a better shot then, but uh so I think a lot will depend on this visit if uh, Michigan ends up st- sticking in this race for long or not.
0: Support for our podcast comes from Manscaped and Home Field Apparel. Guys from Manscaped, it's finally here. They now sell beard products, revolutionizing men's grooming once again with the brand-new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave technology behind, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. It all starts with that Beard Hedger. You get 20 hair cutting lengths all in one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. Grooming your face has never been so easy, guys, and you can do it in the shower. It's waterproof. So go to manscaped.com, grab that Beard Hedger Pro Kit. And uh, use our promo code MNB20. You'll get 20% off your order at manscaped.com. And I want to take a quick moment to shout out Home Field Apparel. In case you're not familiar with them, they are a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis. It is comfy, officially licensed gear. And the cool thing about them is they study the history, traditions, and legacy of every school. And with all of that, they create thoughtful designs that tell the unique story of each university. And they've got some brand-new Michigan designs that you will not find anywhere else. T-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, whatever you need. They've got it. So if you want some brand-new, good-looking Michigan swag, head over to homefieldapparel.com. we got a promo code with them as well. It is MICHIGAN15, and you'll get 15% off your entire first order at homefieldapparel.com. Now let's talk about a couple more guys here, John, that are going to be visiting this weekend And uh, this guy really intrigues me, also on the defensive side of the ball, much like all of these guys have pretty much been that we've talked about today. 2024 four-star linebacker Jordan Lockhart. He is uh, 6'3", 230 pounds. He's from St. John Bosco High School in Bellflower, California. Number 346 overall on the composite, number 28 at the linebacker position. He was originally committed to Chris Partridge at Ole Miss and is now looking for a new collegiate home after decommitting back on March 5th. He is also strongly considering Alabama, where he unofficially visited uh, recently, and he is also considering USC. He's also picked up other recent offers from Tennessee, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M. So, John, uh, the Wolverines offered him quite literally the day after he decommitted from Ole Miss, Partridge not wasting a whole lot of time there, uh, before he began recruiting Lockhart for a second school. So if he does, uh, commit to him once, he surely can do it again. Right. I mean, I I do think Alabama is going to be tough to beat in this recruitment, but, uh, you know, I, I think anything can happen and he's, he's visiting, he's familiar with Partridge and uh, Michigan's going to get their opportunity this weekend on this unofficial visit. Uh, it sounds like he wants to wrap this thing up pretty soon. Uh, so we'll see if they can, I mean, maybe do what they did with uh, Brandon Hillman last weekend and just get him to shut it down entirely. Uh, I I don't feel as confident with Lockhart doing it as uh, with Hillman last weekend, but uh, well, what are your thoughts on, Uh, Jordan Lockhart uh, you know this this one is kind of developing rather quickly as well they just offered him just a couple weeks ago now getting on campus for the first time I I think we'll know a lot more about this one after the weekend too but uh, I I think Michigan's got a good chance what do you think?
2: I think so too I mean just the fact that he decommitted from Ole Miss uh, pretty soon after Partridge left for Michigan uh, you know I think indicates that uh, Partridge is the reason that he pick Ole Miss, or is at least a large part of the reason. So um, now that he's at Michigan, uh, I think that Lockhart is going to consider them uh, pretty heavily. Uh, the Alabama interest does definitely uh, worry me a bit. He has a lot of top schools going after him. So um, it may not be a total layup, but uh, I could also see Partridge convincing him to join him again um, and uh, end up committing to Michigan. So I guess we'll see. I mean, anytime you got Nick Saban recruiting you too, it's it's kind of hard
0: to say no to him being the goat college football head coach. Um, but you know what? I mean he he did it once. He he committed to Chris Partridge once already. He can s- certainly do it again. And uh, I I think Michigan is going to uh, have a really really good chance with this one. Um, no no crystal ball predictions in. As of right now, but uh, uh, look, a bit, at least keep your eye out for this recruitment moving forward. I think Michigan uh, will certainly make a move after this weekend if uh, all goes right with, uh, you know, meeting up with Harbaugh and everybody else, getting the academic tour and and everything else that goes into uh, a visit with uh, the University of Michigan. Um, let's talk about, uh, finally, uh, we get an offensive player in the 2024 class that we can talk about. And uh, I, I think kind of like with Lockhart, but even uh, more so, I think Michigan's got a very, very good chance with this prospect that we are going to end the podcast with. Also visiting this weekend is a 2024 four-star wide receiver, I'm Stewart. And he has been a frequent visitor of Ann Arbor in recent months. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is uh, yet another trip for him to the University of Michigan. He's one. 180 pounds from Chicago, Illinois. He's uh, number 302 overall on the composite. Uh, Already uh, some crystal balls in for the Wolverines. So uh, they are clearly, in my opinion, uh, the team to beat in this recruitment. He's got other offers from Tennessee, uh, Illinois, Miami, Cal, I know is uh, uh, one of his top schools as well. Uh, Some others in there. Uh, uh as well. But uh I, I don't really know, <laughs> John, I don't really know who would be in second place at this point. And uh, quite honestly, I'm kind of shocked that he hasn't just committed up to this point, considering uh, his positive impressions and uh, the sheer amount of times he's taken trips to Ann Arbor. His most recent visit was just a couple months back for uh, one of those junior days in January. So uh, already his second time on campus this year. So I mean John I'm I'm just going to ask you straight up like what's what's it going to take for this kid to commit I I feel like he's already kind of like a silent uh, given uh, all the times that he's been to Ann Arbor and I understand that he's taken other visits to other schools as well but uh it would just be really good to get him uh locked into this class he's a good player uh, at a position that uh, Michigan's going to take uh, probably three of at the very least so I mean, what do you think, man? What do you think it's going to take for him to commit? How soon do you think this could happen? Because I'm shocked it hasn't happened already.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, a Jaden Davis commitment could definitely uh, get him to pull the trigger. Um, But I think even without him, he should end up at Michigan um, regardless uh, with how many times he's been on campus and everything. So uh, I'm not sure what's holding him back besides that. Maybe he's coming up to commit this weekend. That would be good. Um, since we haven't had that many on-campus commitments uh, during these visits, um, I just can't imagine you seeing um, like him getting taking officials in the June or dragging it out that far. I think that would be a failure on the Michigan staff to not be able to close it out if it gets to that point. So hopefully they can get him uh, going uh, early and commit and maybe he can uh, help convince uh, Jaden Davis to come to Ann Arbor too.
0: Hey man, I mean, whatever works. I mean, whether it's he commits first and then Davis or vice versa, I'm good with either one. Uh, yeah. I mean, he he's, he's a good player in this class. Uh, they've been recruiting him for quite a long time. He's certainly one of the top wide receivers on their board uh, for Ron Bellamy. So yeah, it would be really nice if he just came up this weekend and finally gave a public commitment. Uh, that would be really nice for the class moving forward. Cause he's a, he's a solid talent. So uh, at the very least, it's it's good to get him back on campus regardless, uh, even if he doesn't commit this weekend, it uh, takes it, you know, a couple months more, uh, does some official visits, we'll see what happens, but uh, good to get him back on campus nonetheless. So that's all we got for uh, this week, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon, follow John at Simmons underscore John, and, and the new podcast network that we're a part of, Fans First Sports Network, you can follow them on twitter at fansfirstsn and uh you know we, we're still posting articles on maze and brew we're not a part of their podcast network anymore with sb nation but uh, uh you know give us a a, a follow on maze and brew as well on twitter facebook instagram all that stuff and uh, go check out all of our uh, all the stories that we post uh every day on mazenbrew.com, and and please give us a a subscription on the Fans First Sports Network if you haven't already, and five-star reviews on the podcast would certainly be appreciated as well. For John Simmons, I'm Vaughn Lozon. We'll be back next week with another edition of Future Blue.